You're listening to Gospel-Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and heavy-laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Welcome to the Gospel-Centered Rest podcast. Uh, my name is David, and Tyler and I are doing a bit of role reversal today. We uh, are just going to have a discussion and I'm going to ask Tyler just about some of the things that struck him about uh, the passage, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. And it's our prayer that this discussion helps your discussion. And these discussions lead us to applying God's word or digging deeper into God's word. But in order to have some of these discussions about applying it into our, or applying it to our lives, um, there's a sense of we need God's word and we need these mm-hmm. conversations and we need community and it's good to be vulnerable with one another. So that's where we're going uh, today. So Tyler, uh, yeah. in uh, 1 Peter 4, 7 through 11, yes. as you listened uh, to those words, what were some of the things that struck you um, maybe in your life or just mm-hmm. you thought mm-hmm. this would be a good discussion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that you had talked about was suffering and how do we go through suffering. And I think that this is such a such an important point to make that you had made that God doesn't expect us just to get by and to coast through our suffering, but there's some expectations by his grace and by the power of the gospel that we can actually serve others and give to others and be hospitable and love others well, even in the midst of our own suffering. And that's just a testament of, of God's goodness and God's grace. I mean, you even see this like in the gospel. You see this when Jesus is going through his suffering mm-hmm. at the end, who is he thinking about? Yeah. He's not yeah. thinking about, oh man, this, is, this, is, this was a bad decision. I shouldn't have been doing this. Um, how, how did it get to this point? Like he's not thinking about... Um, like he's not thinking about himself, but even mm-hmm. still, he's still thinking about others. Yeah. He he's thinking about um, his mother being taken care of. He's yeah. Yeah. he's uh, he's thinking about his disciples, and if they're alert and praying, yeah. just like in this passage, be yeah. sober minded, stay alert and pray. Which is yeah. so funny that Peter would say that yeah. in the midst of suffering, knowing what yeah. happened in the garden. Yeah. Um, so that, that really stood out to me. Another thing that you had mentioned through, uh, through the Sunday sermon was about living in our weaknesses and that God uses our weaknesses and that as a church, we are, we aren't always pristine and put together. And as people, there are moments of difficulty and we're not perfect. And, you know, we might, uh, we might do things wrong from time to time. We're not going to be the perfect Sunday school teachers all the time or the perfect musicians, uh, or even, even the most perfect greeters. We might have to greet on a Sunday morning and we're not in a great mood. (laughs) Um, Not in a greeting mood, not in a greeting mood, but God still, uh, still uses that. And, uh, that it's such a beautiful picture of what the church is. So David, I, I ask you, can you flush out maybe just for us a little bit uh, about that whole idea of, of suffering and that God doesn't expect us just to get by, but to do more than just get by yeah. in, in our suffering. I, and I, I'm glad you brought this up because it, it would have been nice to explain this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I, I think sometimes when we go through suffering, 
two things happen. Sometimes we think that God has removed us from active service mm-hmm. and we just got to get through. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing that happens is the way that we serve or the way that we love in suffering changes because um, we may not be able to do physically mm-hmm. what we did before. Uh, and so we're, we're looking at different ways in which um, we can be active in the kingdom of God. So either our activity changes or um, if our activity doesn't change, um, then we uh, think, oh boy, like now I have nothing to do mm-hmm. um, because, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm just suffering too much. So what struck me in, in these verses was how active um, Peter expected the people to be even yeah. in suffering. Yeah. So if we go, if we just go through the passage just quickly, how many active, um, how much activity is yes. going on? So don't just pray, but be alert, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sober minded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what do we pray? Lord, help me to maintain constant love. Mm-hmm. And we know that love is just, it's such an action um, word. And then love covers a multitude of sins. So, so you have maintain love, love covers, and then mm-hmm. be hospitable. And then just as each of you received a gift, use it to serve others yeah. um, as good stewards. God's given us these gifts to manage. Um, we want to be good stewards of the varied grace of God. And that's why sometimes what we're, um, you know, if, if we're not able to serve in the same way, um, God's given us varied gifts and God's given varied gifts in his community. And then if anyone speaks, speak God's word. If anyone serves from the strength God provides. Mm-hmm. Everything about this, like, so Peter is not saying, okay, you're sidelined. Right. Um, he is saying suffering is very, very active. And um, the, the end of the passage is basically to the glory and mm-hmm. the power of God. Um, he will glorify himself. Mm-hmm. He will um, show us the power so that we can live mm-hmm. out all this activity. And it's almost like our culture kind of has that message of if you're, if you're going through a suffering time, then you're, you can't really be a help to others, which is not what the gospel says. Oh, it's like, it's amazing. It's yeah. Like when you just think of Christ's relationship with his disciples, he's always encouraging them to be a, a vessel of God's grace into others' lives, even during the hard, difficult moments. And we see that uh, explained here in this passage. It's like, it's like at this point in Peter's life, he, we, we really are confronted with the fact that he really does get it. Yeah. He really does understand this. Yeah. Because when you look back, again, I, I'd referenced this earlier, but in Mark 14 in the Garden of Gethsemane, of Gethsemane, Geth- we got you. Gethsemane. <laughs> Gethsemane. So in Mark 14. Mark 14. <laughs> so back in, um, back when, when, when Jesus is praying and he comes out and he confronts his disciples and he finds them sleeping in verse 37. And he says to Peter, mm-hmm. Peter himself, he says, Simon, are you sleeping? Yeah. Couldn't you stay awake for an hour? Yeah. Stay awake and pray so that you won't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. And here Peter is repeating that yep. in his book. He's saying, be alert, sober-minded for prayer. Yeah. Like It's just like, man, this, this guy has changed. Uh, he has a different perspective. He does get it. He does understand it. He's been on the other side of it. 
yeah. where all he wanted to do yeah. was, you know, sleep, uh, sleep the night away. Right. Yeah. Um, but here he's like, no, you take it from me. Yeah. If anybody knows this, it's me. Yeah. Um, but to be alert and to be sober minded for prayer. Yeah. And, um, and, and that goes to your second question, uh, that you asked at the beginning about living in weakness. Mm-hmm. So we have all this activity that's going on. Um, and we're almost exhausted just reading those verses saying, well, how do I maintain constant love? I'm tired of love covering a multitude of sins. And again, that needs to be handled with wisdom or be mm-hmm. hospitable without complaining all. And it's just exhausting to read. And, uh, what happens in the example that you gave with Peter is his journey didn't start out well. Mm-hmm. And so often our journey doesn't start off well. Mm-hmm. But that's part of why, why we're going through what we're going through, because God will build us up in our weakness. So even though we read all this action taking place, it's almost like God saying, you won't be very good at this, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. you won't be able to do this in your own strength. And that's why he talks about the grace that is given. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to be able to, to say, I, I will be weak, and I will struggle yeah. with all of yeah. this, just as Peter slept mm-hmm. first. But then God grew him. Um, and then I think the second thing is living in weakness is almost like God will grow our faith because we'll say, well, God, how do I maintain constant love? How do I maintain being a welcoming person to others without complaining when I just want to shut down and I don't want anybody in my life and I don't want, um, I, I don't want to have to suffer anymore. And I think that's part of what, uh, first Peter talks about as well is just the generosity of God. Mm-hmm. So that's why it says later on, like, if you're going to speak, you're going to do it with God's words. You're not mm-hmm. going to have the wisdom. Um, you're not going to have the insight. So speak God's words. If you're going to serve, do it from the strength God provides because you're not going to have the strength. And um, so if we're going to have the strength and speak God's word, in part, that means that if we're, we're going to love others and if we're going to be hospitable, we need to know that God has loved us. Mm-hmm. We need to know that God is, God's love has covered a multitude of sins. We need to know how, how hospitable God's, our God is to us. Mm-hmm. And so that's the greater context of First Peter where um, we read about this abundant, excessive love of God. Mm-hmm. We read about the Lord doing good. In fact, in First Peter chapter 2, verse 3, if you have tasted that the Lord is good. And then after he says that, he talks about um, the call to do good works. And even when you're suffering under authority or slave masters or in a marriage relationship or just in Mm -hmm. this world, he keeps on coming back to that theme. Do good, do good, do good. But why can we do good? Because we've tasted that the Lord is good. So absolutely. That's such a, that's such a good thing because Peter started out weak. He continued in his weakness and he just confessed that all this activity he cannot do unless God um, is with him and strengthens him. Yeah. And I like that you had mentioned that we can do good because we've tasted and we've seen that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. And so when you read things like this, it's, it doesn't become like a list of like do's and, and don'ts and this like, well, you know, I'm suffering and, and you telling me to do this is not the right time. And, and uh, it's really difficult for me, me even to be get, to like get out of bed. But, yeah, yeah. um, it's, it's much more than that. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a revealing of God's grace and God's goodness yeah. And it's a tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. And it's yeah. showing others that the Lord is good. This is a list of the goodness of God. This yeah, is really. God's yeah. grace to us that yeah. even while we're suffering and even while we go through times of difficulty, 
uh, we can still be used for his honor and for his glory and to be encouraged through that. Yeah, it, it really is because like when we're suffering, one of the things that we learn is God does maintain constant love. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're suffering, sometimes we experience our weakness in even greater ways and examine our hearts and um, our battles. And we just know that God covers a multitude of sins. Uh, we know how hospitable God is. We know how powerful God's word is. We know how Christ continues to serve us in mm-hmm. times of this. So um, Peter's just actually calling us to be Christ-like. But I think what's what's also interesting, and maybe you want to make a comment on this, yeah. is um, it also helps us as we journey with people that they will not be perfectly polished. Yes, yeah. Um, we won't get it. And, and I think that helps us um, help others mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how does that fit within the context of say the local church and you have a friend or you have somebody that that you're close with that's that's going through this suffering going through difficulty how do you approach even this conversation Uh, how do you lead someone through these verses yeah yeah um and part of it is we're just gonna we're gonna apply the words to suffering people and that mm-hmm. is, we're going to, you know, love covers a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to keep on being hospitable. And hospitable, as we know, I, I, I think hospitable is usually larger than we think it is. It's, it's yeah. welcoming people into our lives and, sh- and um, sharing with them the gifts that we have. So someone yeah. could be an extreme introvert and, you know, they're, they're, they're going to make things for somebody. They're not necessarily going to go out and mm-hmm. fix a big meal and, and have tons of people over. Um, mm-hmm. but they've welcomed people into their life and, uh, and serve them well. So I think, um, part of how we serve others through this is, uh, to know that even in their brokenness, we're going to journey with them in a way that, um, is, is hopefully Christ-like, mm-hmm. uh, and they won't be perfect going mm-hmm. through this just as we won't be perfect journeying with them. And, but that comes from the bigger picture of first Peter is we're broken, messy, um, Mm -hmm. sometimes difficult people, uh, going through difficult circumstances and, uh, just, just that grace for one another. Mm -hmm. Now, verse 11, David says, if anyone speaks, let it be as one who speaks God's words. If anyone serves, let it, let it be from the strength God provides so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. To him be the glory, the power forever and ever. Amen. What a moment of worship that Peter has yeah. there in that verse um, with one another and um, towards God. So how would you flush that out? We didn't really talk too much about it or spend too much time on this on Sunday, but how would you flush this one out a little further? Yeah, I think this is actually the heart of the prayer. Um, you can just imagine someone suffering and uh, they're just they're just tired. And so they skip verses 7 through 10, mm-hmm. verses <laughs> 7 through 11a. Mm-hmm. And all they say is so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all somebody has left in the tank. Like, yeah. like God, mm-hmm. be glorified. I don't know how you're going to do it, 
-hmm. I don't know how I can do all that you're asking me to do. So I'm just going to ask that you glorify your name through Jesus Christ. Give me a Christ-like presence in everything I do. How I speak, how I love, how I don't complain, um, how I forgive, how I serve, whatever it is. So, so it's almost like God, the first verses 7 through 11a, they're too much for me. So you're going to have to figure this out. And I'm just going to ask, this is going to be my prayer. The heart of the prayer is glorify your name through Jesus Christ and everything mm. so that you receive the glory and the power forever and ever. Mm. And, and to know that your suffering has an eternal impact on people's lives is the hope that we have. So I love how Peter ends it. Like we think, well, that's, that's such a great way to end a prayer. I'll have to remember that. But yeah. I think it's the essence of the prayer that when we're tired of praying everything else or we're so discouraged that we don't think we can be that person, yeah. it's like, God, then all I'm going to ask at this point is be glorified mm. through Jesus Christ in everything. That's, mm -hmm. that's my, my great struggle, but my great struggle turns into my great prayer or my humble prayer and trusting that God, God works that way. Mm -hmm. So, but right. I think our roles were not so reversed. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. fall into bad habits here. Tried. Um, anyway, we'll try it again. Um, maybe like this another time, yeah. uh, but thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we do hope that you have uh, some good conversations and, um, are able to grow and, uh, just, um, taste and see that that god is good and uh, he will provide for you mm -hmm.